Okay, just a warning, folks. This here particular episode has spoilers for the Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. So if you haven't seen that movie, you might want to go check it out first, because we spoil it pretty rowdy. Alrighty, you've been warned. You've been warned. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Is that your eyes? Alrighty then. Hello there, folks. Welcome to episode 172. This little MFer is really AF in this whole thing. Wait, that's not right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so I'm still doing this. I do a show every week against, you know, people's requests. I do this show. So if you're a first-timer, let me tell you what the show's about. I watch stuff, and I talk about stuff, and I do drugs. Okay. So, stay tuned for adventure. say something can i just tell you something real quick i'm gonna go see batman listen you gotta check out directly with lee and marcus it's awesome i highly recommend it it's the podcast i do with the lovely miss lee and it's a blast so make sure to check it out i would really appreciate it and so would lee Thank you very much, and back to the show. Do be careful, Adrian. So that concept of the blip. So think about this. You are happily married with your wife and your children, right? And then all of a sudden, there's a snap. And your wife and your children go away. They just turn to dust, and they're gone. Right Right in front of your eyes. Right in front of your eyes. Well, you go, you try to rebuild your life, you know, a year goes by and, well, then you, you go into counseling and then you meet somebody at the counseling place and you hit it off and, well, it turns out that their significant other got dusted or whatever and they were looking for somebody and you were looking for somebody and y'all end up falling in love and having a baby and then, well, wouldn't you know it, right after that baby starting to walk and talk, bam, your other family comes back. Now, which one do you kill? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, man. Honestly, it depends. I don't know if I'd kill any of them. What the hell? <laughs> what the- well, dude, that's gonna if that's gonna happen, it's gonna happen to like, you know, millions of people across the planet. God. You know, so you can't just. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they'll write a new law. You, you, know, you can't kill your family you thought was dead. You know, I mean, I think that's kind of a law now. But uh, I, I really think that 
for one, that would screw up the world worse than Corona has, for sure. <laughs> now, the second thing is most likely, probably the smartest thing to do is to just own it and say, look, you've been gone for five years. Yeah. You know, because, and and they're going to know that you're telling, she, she's going to punch you in the face or whatever she's going to try and do, you know, at first, and she's not going to want to accept it, but when she realizes that this happened to millions of other people, I think it would work out in the end, you know, and basically you stay with the one that you're with and you pay child support to the other one. Wow. I mean, what the fuck do you do, man? I mean, unless you want to start a harem. It's so devastating that that reality. I of... mean that. I mean, not to mention the the mind fuck that comes with all that. But because the people that were blipped for five years, it was just instant a to them. A blink. Yeah, yeah, they were they were here one second, they blinked, and then it's been you're telling me five years that I was yes. in the restroom washing my hands. And you had this double life, you son of a bitch. Exactly. She, she'd probably kill me. But yeah, that before I even thought about killing her. At first, I thought you had a really understanding girl. She'll understand as no. I'm paying child support. No, no, it's no, she won't understand. Nobody will understand. I think everybody would be. It, it's just. It would take a while, but eventually, everybody would understand. Well, <sighs> smart people would understand. So then you're stuck then with two families. Well, I wouldn't say stuck. Honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't say. I don't know, call, dude. Call me a polygamist. Polygamist. It would be pretty. Uh, would be pretty cool to have two families with two different women. I've I've thought about it before, man. I actually kind of would like it. Be like, man, I could take this one with my first wife. This other one is my second wife. And if you ever meet, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're screwed. Oh shit. Yeah, I know. I really hope my second wife doesn't find out about anything I got going on. But anyway, the important thing is she doesn't listen to the I, show. I don't think so. I don't think we can post this. Anyway, the important thing like, is... I'll be fucked. <laughs> you know, with with whoever I get with next. Oh. Uh, you know. It's all right, though. Again, the important thing is they don't listen to the show. Honestly, <laughs> hey, hey, let me ask you this. So do you think that women have ever thought about polygamy, especially in this day and age? 100%, yeah. I, I think they totally would. They'd yeah. have they'd have their, you know, big, strong, you know, dangerous fantasy man. And well, then, let's flip the scenario. And, and then they would have, uh, you know, their sensible, you know, breadwinner. Sensitive, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say sensitive. Well, I wouldn't like, say sensitive, but I would say, like, you, know, you like need one a, of them that like gets you and one, one of them that just takes care of you, I guess. Is yeah, like a... Well, we need one that's decent and then one that's a little wild, right? No, you can't have two crazies together. My mom told me that you can't have two crazy people together because that doesn't... That's not a good relationship. She goes, that's just fun. But uh, it always <laughs> yeah. ends badly. Yeah. And when you have that's one person... True. That's a stable person and one person that's a very, very wild card. Um, those relationships tend to last because one works well with the other. And it's not so much a codependent thing as it it's is. It's a balance. It's a balance. Exactly right. And it it um, it evens everything out more or less because you have that spontaneous nature mixed with responsibility. And, um, you know, good things tend to follow that. Like, that was really my parents' uh, because my mom was a very uh, upstanding, you know, do everything the right way. And my dad was very think on his feet and make it up as you go along, you know. And uh, they produced me and I'm very much, very much both of those things. So how would you, uh, 
so what would you think as far as like two like stable people? Well, what's going on there? It's boring and one of them's gonna cheat. It's boring and one of them's gonna cheat. Yes, sir. Mm, interesting. Interesting take. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, fucking what were we talking about before? Oh, so okay, let's flip that script. So let's say that uh, you were dusted and like you had a wife and kids. And then you got dusted, and all of a sudden and you... And the kids. Uh, yeah, and the, and the kids got dusted. And the dusted. female's left. And the female's left. She's remarried, and she's, like, already had another baby. And you fucking come back with the kids, and you're like, what the fuck, bitch? Yeah, I... Oh, I would definitely be like, what the fuck? Like, you... You've been oh, dead I for five be years. Like, or you've been bullshit. gone. Bullshit. But no, that's what I'm saying, you're though. You're fucking lying, cheating, bitch. You five know? years, though. I mean, I mean, I'm not... I have in I, some time you would understand you would <laughs> no I would eventually but uh, you know because I would eventually you know understand that she wasn't lying to me and just living a du- and she wasn't living a double life you know she was trying to get on with her life yeah exactly you know um, but yeah at first oh my god I still haven't done a whole episode like that where I'm like, oh yeah, because, welcome to the uh, Adrian Lozano oh, show. Oh, no, uh, fuck it. yeah. I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> Dude, it makes me cringe for like, even like the five seconds that you do, let alone 30 minutes of that. <laughs> Dude, that would be too much. Oh, all right, fine. It would hurt my, it would hurt. I'll go back to my lovely Jamaican accent. We're feeling hot, hot, hot. We're feeling hot, hot, hot. Is that what you told that guy? What? That guy. Because he, he said, uh, what would you see? And did you say hot, hot, hot? No, I said, <laughs> I said, oh, I forgot. Oh, oh is that what you said? Well, yeah. It's funny to me because, like, I saw, because the song, when you came out. Yeah. While, while I was waiting for you in the, uh, when you were in the bathroom. Yes. Was that song, ole, ole, ole. Feeling hot, hot, hot. And yeah. I, and I thought you told him hot, hot, hot. I was like, no, he fucking didn't. <laughs> no, that's that's not what happened. Um, that would have been funny. Uh, Dexter, was it um, Dexter Poindexter or um, uh, the guy who does that song? He's the lead singer from the New York Dolls. Uh, I think it's Dexter Poindexter. He was um, he was also an actor. Uh, I know that song really well because I remember. <laughs> When I was in summer school, there was a guy I didn't like, and uh, the teacher asked us if anybody had ever heard this song, Hot, 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 and started playing it. And he raised, I, we both raised our hand at the same time, but when I saw that he had his hand up just because I didn't like, like him, him you I, put put my, I put my hand down. Oh, you did put your yeah, hand down? Yeah, I put my hand down, and then the teacher was like, okay, well, I just wanted to share this song with y'all or whatever, and um, ended up like, uh, what do you call it, like playing it, and then, like, he was the only one that, like, recognized it. Even though I knew it, I was, like, I felt very awkward, and I excused myself and went to the restroom. Um, it was just, like, out of pure hatred. Anyway. Uh, so you went into the bathroom to hate. Yeah, and I just thought it was ironic that, like, you know, I don't know, 25 years later, I'm in a bathroom, and I hear that song, and I'm like... <sighs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you call it? So let's do one shot.
I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but I'm mentioning it, 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 right now. Don't forget to check out Directly with Lee and Marcus. That's right, Directly with Lee and Marcus. Available wherever podcasts can be gotten. From behind, this week's episode features guest star? Question mark? Backy builder back. More of a co-host. Anyway, um, and we all discuss which Batman is the most attractive. So make sure to check that out. Hello, Governor. What the fuck are you doing, putting on a fan? Who the fuck do you think you are? Somebody who can't fucking see while they're driving. That's who. You son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. He can't even hear it. Can't even hear. You don't even listen it's to the a, show. It's in another part of the multiverse. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right. Um. Or at least just another. Multiverse. Overall, what did you think? Thought it was awesome. Thought it was an awesome movie. Um. Uh, just for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking about uh, Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man movie, and I believe that it was. One of the coolest Spider-Man movies. I, I, I don't know if I would say another Spider-Man movie was necessarily better, but I di- it's definitely um, in the top rankings of uh, the Spider-Man movies. Um, I thought it was uh, very um, well executed um, on many levels. That's my, that's my overall assessment. It, it was funny, um, had, a, had a great story. Um, surprised me a couple of times, um, and uh, I, I liked the, the love story, the friendship, uh, I liked all the Spider-Mans coming together in the same spot and working together, um, uh, I, I, it was just it was just a great movie, I would recommend it, I would highly recommend it. Very good, very good. I, um, I have to agree with you on all accounts, I, watching it, um, this is my second time watching it. Uh, watching it again the second time, I have to say I, there are three key moments that I really like. Uh, the first one being the fight with Doctor Strange. That was my favorite fight. That fight with Doctor Strange was awesome. Yeah, I, I knew when I was watching it, I was like, this is going to be the coolest fight. It was. It and was it, very cool. And, and, yeah, I, I kind of thought that to myself as it was happening. The most uh, emotional fight, though, was definitely uh, all the three Peters coming together at the end there. But I think my second, the second favorite part I have is when they're all working together and talking to each other in the lab. Um, I thought that was really cool. I think all their interactions, all their scenes together, but the when they're at the Statue of Liberty is the best part of that movie because they're all just bantering back and forth and fuck if it isn't good. Yeah. Um, and I did like uh, how each spider, because each Spider-Man has a certain banter whenever they're fighting, right? Yes. They brought out um, Andrew Garfield's uh, banter, uh, uh, Tobey Maguire's banter, and of course, you know, uh, Tom Holland. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool how they uh, they still kept them in character, like as they're fighting and everything. I, I think that, like I said great execution they they went they really went out of their way to stay true to um all of their characters i think you know how'd you feel about um what they did to aunt may also also spoilers full-on spoilers 
Um, well, as far as Aunt May goes, um, I don't, I don't know. Some, something kind of in the back of my mind, I kind of expected her to die, for some, because she was the the person that was like the closest to him. And um, you know, when uh, Tom, uh, Spider-Man gets told, hey, uh, you know, there's gonna be, con- there's always consequences for helping people. I was like. Uh, you knew, uh, kinda. I didn't. I didn't know exactly what that meant. I felt it. But like, I didn't. I. I. I wasn't sure if I could connect those dots. But it was a thought. You know, I was like, man, she's. Oh, Marissa Tomei's character is just uh, gonna get whacked. You know. Um, yeah, I had that same thought too. I like yeah. when I first watched it. I was like, they're gonna kill somebody. And but then she they're like. They're gonna kill her. But then, but then she like pops up, and you're like, wait. Well, maybe she doesn't die. Yeah. But then she just collapses again. I was like, oh, you're tugging with my heartstrings. You're like, you know? oh, she's going to be okay. That's great. Oh, no. No, no. I, because the way she got hit, I, I didn't see how anybody could survive that. Like, no, not those a, gliders are very pointy. Not a, not, a ver- not a normal person could really survive that. But, oh. she, but I guess, you know, you could argue that, you know, she was being strong for him, right? Yeah, her last bits of strength. Yeah, yeah, to tell him that, you know, you're a good person, you know, stay on the right path, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, with great power comes good. great responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and the, the funniest scene, I thought, was when all three uh, Peter Parkers are in the lab together working on stuff. Yeah. The banter that uh, ensues between all of them and, uh, the, and uh, MJ and... Um, I think specifically Ned. my favorite part is when he shoots that webbing out of his wrist and the other two Peters are just grossed out. Uh, They're just uh, like, whoa! That came out of you! Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I like yeah. that they played that note again when they uh, were on the, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that was that was very funny. I, I really enjoyed their, uh, Let's get in, their jokes there. Okay, so I want to tell you more about that Buster Poindexter thing uh, that happened in school. So, another fun fact about Buster Poindexter, he is the assassin from the Tales from the Dark Side, uh, the movie, I think, is that, um, yes, he's uh, the assassin that's hired to kill a cat. A very awesome story. He's also the cab driver from the movie Scrooged um, with Bill Murray. Uh, Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. That's him. Um, this dude. Uh, this memory that I had was during summer school, and um, the teacher was playing the music video on what they call a cassette. And it was on a video cassette player that we watched the music video for Hot Hot Hot. And a couple of bars into it, I was like, I gotta go. I stood up, walked out, which is something I did on a regular basis. Once I figured out that all I had to do was tell them I was going to the restroom, it was fun. I sometimes would be gone for 30 minutes up to an hour, even if I would come back at all. I would just excuse myself. And um, I did get in trouble for it, but it just 
you know, I guess when you would get bored or when you got fed up with something, it just seemed like the right thing to do. It's like, I can just bail. I want to go to the restroom. It's like, you know what? We're going to send somebody with you. Gross. It's like, no, we want to make sure you come back. It's like, that hurts. Like, that hurts. Yeah. Anyway, um, takes a while, but then sooner or later, all the teachers realize what you're doing. Anyway, uh, the important thing is Buster Poindexter is awesome. <laughs> all right, that's the important thing. Um, don't forget to check out my other podcasts. I do a podcast where I read comics after drinking a bunch of, uh, you know, espresso. And um, I also have a smoking and, uh, what do you call it, edibles review show podcasts. Uh, I am not under the influence now. Maybe just a little. But the important thing to remember is I do three other shows. Directly with Lee and Marcus is the other show. They're all awesome and they're all available. Just uh, check out Adrian Lozano show.com. Uh, there is definitely interesting stuff there. All right, on with the show. change my shirt okay that's a great way to start it off that's right anyway for those listening there's a song there's a little song called uh spanish flea it was a little spanish flea a record star he thought he'd be he heard of singers like beatles the chipmunks he's seen on tv why not a little spanish flea Yay! <laughs> so I want to say something about that guy who plays the Riddler. His name's Paul Dano. And I like the movie that Paul Dano came out in the first time I saw him. Which was... Little Miss Sunshine. If you haven't seen Little Miss Sunshine, watch it. It's fucking good. It's really, really good. Um, Greg Kinnear's in it. And uh, let's see here. Um, it's amazing. It's very, very damn good. Very damn good. Um, the other movie that Paul Dano came out in where he's so good at making you hate him you you just want his character to die uh, and that's the movie There Will Be Blood There Will Be Blood is an awesome awesome movie he plays twins in that movie but There Will Be Blood one of Daniel Day-Lewis's best movies um, a movie about staking claim on an oil well or an oil find but um, yeah there will be blood and little miss sunshine little miss sunshine especially heartbreaking because he wants to be a a jet pilot and then later on in the movie you find out he's colorblind and since he's colorblind he can't be a jet pilot that's it's off it's off the table have to be able to see colors and it's not like you know colorblind people don't see they don't see certain colors you know what i'm saying like 
like that test that they give you at the optometrist where it's like, do you see the number 25 in all these little circles? And you're like, yeah, I guess. So, yeah. In, uh, oh, Steve Carell is also in that movie, um, Little Miss Sunshine. It's worth watching. Um, Steve Carell isn't his normal self. He's actually playing a guy who recently committed or attempted suicide. It's a great movie. I enjoy it. Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing him play the Riddler. Now Paul Dano's all grown up. He's grown up, that son of a bitch. And I'm looking forward to seeing him give Batman a hard time. Because really everybody, it's a new generation of bat people with What's her name? Zoe Kravitz, who just came out in Kimmy, which is pretty good, I've heard. And um, good old Robert Bat Bat Pattinson. Oh, Bat Pat. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to everybody's performance in there. Um, Commissioner Gordon looks good. The Penguin looks good. Everybody's doing all right. Getting good grades. The future's so bright. They've got to wear shades. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that Batmobile looks like the sexiest Batmobile ever, except for the first one that looks like a penis. But boy, this Robert Pattinson one, damn, I want to drive it. I want to drive it right into a, you know, street. There you go. All right. Thank you for listening. Back to the show. All right, so go ahead and tell them. You know what? I am so proud of you, Adrian, because you do all your editing, you do all your commercials, all your music, everything. Everything that's involved in your show is done by you, and it's done well. You take your time, and it's always great. And I just wanted you to know that I'm very proud of you. Wait, what? Wait, what? Okay. Uh, Note to self, bird painting. Every bird is a soul, and every time the painting gets bought, they add a new bird. Right. Okay, so what were you saying about the little boy getting painted? What was it? It was a story about a little boy. A picture of a little boy crying, and every time that this little boy, um, every time that somebody had this picture in a little in in their house, the house would burn down. Everything would burn down, but the firemen kept on finding the pictures untouched, and it happened several several times. And there was also a deal where they they, they actually tracked down the artists and and everything. It was a story on. I don't know what the name of the show it was. It was on a... Oh, it was at Mrs. Drager's house, so it had been on cable. But it was amazing, and and it turned out it was a little boy, and they had warned the man, you know, stay away from this little boy, stay away from this little boy, and that they kept on telling the man, he's a demon, he's the devil. Well, he kept on painting this little boy, and he would be able to get money and, you know, survive and stuff. He was an artist of something else, but he would paint this little boy, but he would do it in different things. Because when he found this little boy, he was crying, and he was all dirty, and he was in the street. But, it, you know, it, it was a curse. 
it was a curse after he accused the little boy of arson. Um, the little boy went running and he never was found, but it turned out that all the pictures that he sold were cursed and all the people's houses were burning down. So one time somebody in London, a news a newspaper in London had to tell everybody to send all those pictures in. Well, he got thousands of pictures in and people wanted to get rid of it, right? Well, he said he was gonna have a big fire, a bonfire on the top of the building and people were like, uh, no, you're not. So they took it out in somewhere in the middle of nowhere and they tried to do this bonfire thing where the picture didn't burn. Yep. How about that story? That's awesome. Okay, uh, can you look at this label and tell me if you see interior or exterior? Hold on, let me see here. Give me two seconds. Right. As always, this is a comedy podcast intended for the purposes of humor, the likes of which you have never seen. As always, don't forget to check out my designs on Red Bubble and Society6. I also do videos on YouTube and TikTok. And if you want to send me a message, you can do it on Twitter. Sure, why not? Go ahead. I don't mind. I'd like a special shout-out to very, very awesome people like the lovely and beautiful Miss Lee, the amazing Mr. Hardcore, and as always, the occasional co-host, Backy Bilderback. Y'all are all okay in my book. Yeah. Thumbs up for the listener. Yeah. All right. As always, I shall probably never see you, but I shall speak to you again in the future from the past. You have been listening to The Adrian Lozano Show.